You're listening to Season 3, Episode 5. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Shop. Today I am speaking with Rebecca from Psychology, which is a online marketplace platform for indie beauty and wellness brands. Rebecca launched Psychology with a pop-up shop in Richmond, which I was really lucky to have visited when it was open. And we talk about what products are popular at the moment, how she's working with her brands, what else she's looking for and much more. And then I speak to Laura from Fold and Seal, a online stationery boutique. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you know I love stationery. And Laura stocks some brilliant brands that I do really admire some of them that have already been guests on this podcast or some of them are actually coming up as well so stay tuned for that you will hear my dog bark at one in one of the recordings unfortunately there's not much you can do when he hears something and goes off so i'm really sorry about that otherwise i hope that you have had a lovely week if you are tuning in on the day this publishes, then it will be Friday afternoon. Otherwise, uh, whatever day you are tuning in, I hope that you are doing well and that you are coping okay with lockdown if lockdown is still happening when you're listening. I feel like there's a real sense of positivity coming through. Maybe it's the nice weather we've been having or maybe it's because we're getting a little bit of hang of this lockdown thing maybe we are feeling a little bit more safe we're feeling a little bit more like we know what we're doing and there's some real positive things that i believe is going to come out of this whole tragedy it is easy to see the positives of course there's lots of negatives with this too but we have to hold on to those positives i feel otherwise what's the point so i am definitely choosing to grab onto those positive things i'm seeing i would love to see where you are tuning in and if you want to share tag me over at small business underscore business collaborative i hope that you really enjoy this episode first up is my talk with rebecca and then i will play my talk with laura hello rebecca thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast no thank you so much for having me it would be great if you could start off by introducing what you do of course um so i'm rebecca saunders and I'm the founder of Psychology, which is a relatively new platform launched in 2019 to support independent British brands in beauty and wellness categories. Um, so we launched with a store in Richmond um, on the main high street. Um, and we also have a website, which is obviously what we are focusing on these days. And in the store, we focused on everything from um, skincare to supplements, um, to candles, to uh, yoga activities and um, accessories. And we worked with over 70 brands during the time we had the store. We've got about 50 of those live on the website now. And really, I just wanted to create an amazing new platform um, where brands that maybe 
couldn't get into some of the bigger retailers for whatever reason, but still had amazing products and amazing stories, um, could reach new customers. Um, and then from a customer perspective, somewhere to access independent brands, but in a really carefully curated way. And there's so many new independent beauty brands and wellness brands popping up doing amazing things. That's true. And what's really exciting is that there's there's always been a lot of innovation in this sector. So before I did this um, venture, I've, I've been in retail for a long time. And one of the jobs that I had was actually the beauty buyer for John Lewis, where I was working with a lot of really big brands um, owned by big corporations. But every day I would see um, emails or people would contact me and send samples from these really innovative small brands. And it's an industry that's changing very rapidly. I think uh, customers are demanding different things from the brands that they're buying from. And we are seeing much more of a focus on things like vegan beauty, on more sustainably sourced or sustainably packaged products, on products that are maybe more natural and or organic. And a lot of the, um, the, the big established brands find it hard to be really nimble in these areas. And that's where it's really exciting to see smaller brands springing up to cater for some of these customers, either because the brand founder has a real passion for one of those areas, or often because the brand founder had um, potentially something like a skincare challenge themselves and actually created a product um, that really meted their own needs and then started marketing it on on a more commercial basis. Yeah, I think it's really, I think beauty is such an interesting area. When you had the pop-up shop, um, obviously you know this, but the listeners won't know this, but I came and it was really fun to meet some of the founders and hear them talk about the product. So I thought that was a really great thing to do. Yeah, I really wanted to create um, a community with the pop-up shop, um, a community of the brand founders themselves, because there's there's a lot they can do to help each other, and a community between the founders and our customers too. Um, and I'm a real believer in in real life retail, and and I don't think that will go away, even um, you know when we are not in lockdown. Hopefully, at some point in the future, I will have another shop and and do more events. But definitely, there was something very meaningful about. Um, about running events where people could engage with those brand founders face to face and hear their stories face to face as well, and that's that's something that was really important to me in in creating Psychology was to be able to connect people directly. And how are you doing now when you are purely online? And I guess that happened fairly recently as as well with the lockdown and everything. How, what's doing well? How is sales going? Yes, it has been a relatively recent change. We were always planning that the original store would be a pop-up. So it was always going to close, but it was, was sad having to close early. Um, and the team really pulled together um, in supporting with that and, and moving very quickly to, to a focus online. It's I would say it's early days yet for our website. And I think most people will have found the last couple of weeks so we're recording at the beginning of April so we're two weeks into lockdown I think those first two weeks have been quite challenging because a lot of our customers have been focusing on have they got enough food have they got enough loo roll um (laughs) the, the new ways of working which aren't um you know particularly conducive to having any spare time to doing any shopping 
So it's been a bit up and down, I would say, over the last couple of weeks, but we certainly saw an uptick in sales over the weekend. And I think what's interesting is the mix of products that people are starting to buy as they think, what will I need if I'm at home for six weeks? What will I need if I'm at home for 12 weeks? And we are seeing people buying oh, yeah. gifts for people, gifts for others as well, which is great. And we've got, you know, very giftable product, things like candles or bath and body products, which are always great gifts. And it sounds funny, but what we have actually seen people buying is hand cream. So with all the hand washing that people are doing, it's it's sort of rubbing people's hands raw. So they're looking for really nourishing hand creams, both for themselves and as gifts. And we've also done a really great trade in um, yoga accessories. I was going to ask that because I, I mean, I've been doing yoga at home instead of going out. So Exactly. So yeah. I think where you would have spent money before on going to a class, um, maybe every week, people are now thinking, well, if I'm streaming a class and that's either much cheaper or it's even free in some cases, but using, but getting the tools to help do that at home. So we actually have a couple of different yoga mat um, companies selling on the site. Um, Willow Yoga, which has really beautiful designs, and um, Fable, which has beautiful, very simple yoga mats, but they're very thick and very high quality. And we're seeing people buying those those for use at home. And it, it may be yoga, but it may may actually be other sports as well if people are doing weight training or different sports where a mat is helpful yeah even if you're doing PE with Joe exactly sometimes you want to have a mat exactly depending on what kind of floor you've got um so I expect that to be a trend that that continues as well and we've also got some lovely active wear on site um so I'm trying to provide customers with um not just beauty but also a more kind of holistic set of well-being products that can help them at this kind of time yeah maybe even like some of the supplements and stuff that are out there like the kind of new supplements when we can't be out and about the same way maybe we need that exactly. i don't know i haven't even looked into that i think i think we do i think there's a real need for um you know making sure that people are getting the right nutrition and we've got a couple of different supplements brands too city survivor and life armor and I think we will start to see people thinking more carefully about how they're supplementing their diet, particularly if it's becoming a little bit harder for some people to get um, fresh food on a very regular basis as well. And does this mean that with this pandemic, does it mean that you have changed your messaging or what products kind of show up first and that sort of thing? What are you doing to kind of make sure that you highlight the things that customers want? Um, it's been a subtle shift, I would say. I think at this time, it's important to be supportive of our customers um, and not mm-hmm. do too much of a hard sell through our marketing. But at the same time, you know, life will go on. And what I really consider my mission is to be supporting these independent brands. And actually, at this kind of time, they need help more than ever. Many of them aren't aren't supported by the various government schemes available. Many of them are run by just one person. And and so actually, by choosing to spend money with someone like Seekology and supporting these small brands, actually, as a customer, you're making a real difference um, to an individual and to the economy. So 
Um, so I do think it's important that we share that message with our customers. And then from the website itself, we have definitely focused a little bit more on some of those products that are trending. So if you were to go onto the website today, you'll see we've got some collections in our trending section around hand care, things like exercise at home and sleep support. I think when there's anxiety around that actually there are things that can help um, from a sleep perspective in terms of creating a ritual that will, will help and providing a little bit of, of self-care when people are feeling a bit stressed. Um, you know, I'm not talking about real mental health problems, but I'm just talking about people who are feeling unsettled and challenged by the current situation. Actually doing something for yourself to wind down at the end of every day can be really helpful. Yeah, I, d- I don't think that, you know, you have to have had any uh problems with that before to feel like the anxiety of like the current situation now exactly it's hard where we can't control things um so what are your brands saying what uh, what feedback are they giving you guys how are they doing a bit of a mixture i would say some have those that are often a little bit larger and more established have pivoted very quickly into creating products like hand sanitizer, which um, Mm -hmm. is obviously in great demand at the moment. I think some of our brands are finding it more challenging, both from a personal and a professional perspective, um, in terms of what they're able to do at the moment. And that's really where I hope we can help them um, by providing this platform and connecting them to more customers wherever possible. Um, And then sadly, we do have some brands where I know they have had some impacts from the pandemic, um, people being affected in their family. And so just making sure that we're really supportive of those people. It's really Mm. important. So it's it's quite a range of responses and a range of how people are feeling at the moment. But my message to all of the brands that we work with is that that we're here for them and we want to be really flexible and hopefully um, help them keep their businesses going through this really difficult time. Yeah, I think it's amazing how the small business community, especially and the local community around us, are kind of rallying together and trying to help each other. And I think there's also a real support from everything from the press to the shoppers in supporting British made and smaller brands at the moment. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I think we are definitely seeing more press interest, particularly when it comes to things like the hand care products. And I think there are a lot of people out there who are thinking much more consciously about where they spend their money these days. They see the way certain retailers are behaving and some are behaving in a more appropriate way than others, let's say. And, you know, it's difficult for every business. We're, as as businesses, we're all having to make some really difficult decisions at the moment. Um, And often it's the way those decisions are made um, can have a really significant impact. So, I think customers are becoming a little bit more aware of that and thinking about how they then, um, you know, support the businesses that they that they feel more of an affinity with at this time. Yeah, I, I'm definitely in that category. I I've spoken to quite a lot of people over the last couple of weeks, and you know, when I speak to an independent retail shop, they said, you know, the first thing they did when they 
you know, lockdown happened was, you know, make sure their staff is okay. Then they looked at who, what suppliers they had to pay right away because they were smaller businesses like them. And then maybe asking for extended terms from the larger suppliers. Whereas, you know, the larger retailers on the high street, more or less all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have just create you know sent out their demands to everyone yeah and you know i think it's we need to be generous in our thinking about every retailer and there are some big retailers who are in a really precarious position as well and so maybe have felt forced into making those kinds of decisions absolutely a lot of small retailers that are really leading the way into how to behave at this kind of time yeah i i think so i mean they are obviously more nip nimble and you know they have more control over that and you know they know their suppliers in a different way so they know who are the ones that are going to need that you know money more perhaps you you don't have that overview at the large retailer obviously it's it's just how much some of the larger retailers you know how much those decisions are damaging people's lives it's a bit sad but it's very sad I think it's very sad for the whole industry I'm for us as an industry to recover from this whereas if we everyone stays in business we can continue trading with each other afterwards and there will be suppliers there to support their businesses but um of course that requires some support now I feel yes I agree so um are you also asking your brands to help in terms of like helping you guys stay this visible what are you doing are you working with your brands on social what are you doing on that aspect yeah primarily through social media at the moment I think um it's been hard to make big demands of our brands over the last few weeks that will definitely be something to come um but what we're trying to do is really continue build that community that I mentioned before um that's so important to us and social media is a really great way to do that um particularly through Instagram so that's something that we have very much been focusing on and we're getting some great results there our following's grown really rapidly over the last few weeks and there's some great stories emerging um, of how our brands are behaving, what they're doing at the moment. Um, and we're, yeah, we're attracting new customers that way and seeing them come to the site, which is great. Brilliant. And are you still taking on new brands? What are you, or are you sort of putting a pause on that? What are you doing? Um, we're definitely interested in new brands. Um, right now, for the next couple of weeks, I want to focus on our existing brands and make sure that the site is fully optimised. Uh, but we're we're always interested in hearing from new brands, and we have we have a few to work through that contacted us over the last few weeks. But if there's anybody listening and you think that you're a good fit for Psychology, then obviously I'd love to hear from new brands um, in these categories. Um, there's a lot of details on our website about how to sell with us and how to contact us. Because I think actually keeping it fresh for customers will be really important. Um, I'm making sure that we are um, adding adding brands and adding products particularly where we've got gaps in our range will be really important to keep it exciting um, and ultimately build that community of brands as well 
Yeah, absolutely. I will, of course, put the link to your website in the show notes. I think it's great that you are, even if you're focusing on uh, your existing brands for the next couple of weeks, it's great that you are still going to be considering people and new brands because there's not, you know, that is something that is obviously a challenge for lots of uh, brands at the moment that no one's really looking or less people are looking, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, certainly the the kind of more established retailers are probably trying to figure out what to do with their stock situations rather than thinking about mm-hmm. new brands. But whilst we're exclusively online, then, um, you know, I'm very keen to add brands, as I said, particularly where we have gaps in our range um, to make sure that we can offer a full range to customers and also um, so that when we are able to do another pop-up shop or events in the future, we've got a really strong community of brands that might be interested in participating in that. That sounds brilliant. Well, thank you very, very much for taking the time to talk to me today. Before I let you go, do you want to uh, share your website again and also your social media so people can find you after they listen? Of course. So the website is www.seekology.co and Seekology is spelled S-E-E-K-O-L-O-G-Y because we are all about seeking out the best new brands and products. Um, And then our social media on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, we are at Seekology UK. So hopefully relatively easy to find. Yeah, definitely. That's much easier than mine. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you have a really good day and I hope that you guys go and have a look at the website and have a little nosy around at the brands. Lovely. Thank you. And now on to my talk with Laura from Fold and Zeal. Hello, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk Shop. Thank you so much, Therese, for having me here. Um, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. It would be great if you can start off by introducing what you do. Okay, so uh, my name is Laura Stern and I run an online stationery shop called Fold and Seal. And I am based in Wicklow in Ireland. Um, So not a little bit far away from me, but just across the water. And um, yeah, so it's an online shop where I specialize mainly in personalizing stationery. So pencils and notebooks. And and then I have a a range of other stationery brands involved, which I think very highly of. Um, Lots of other independent brands that I have um, under the fold and seal umbrella as well. So yeah, so it's mainly online, but I do pop-ups and markets and things like that as well. And is that in Ireland that you usually do that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which at, at this time, obviously everything is on hold, which I'm missing right now, but we'll just have to wait and see when we can, we can start that back up again. But at the moment I'm still processing orders online. Um, and I suppose what I'm doing is I'm limiting the postage like once or twice a week, just to our local post office, you know, that it's not under too much pressure. But yeah, so that's 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 me. That's Fold and Seal. And how long have you been going? So we, I have been up and running oh nearly about a year and a half now. I think I used to work in TV. I used to work uh, in sales. I used to sell programs to international broadcasters around the world. Um, but it was um, quite a distance for me to commute. So actually, I've been there for I think twelve years, and I 
there was an opportunity that came up for redundancy and I sort of went, you know what, I have two small kids at home and I wanted to try and do something that was, that had me more at home. Um, So I decided, do you know what, let's do this. And I've always loved stationery and I thought now or never, you know, I won't get an opportunity to do this again. So, um, so I set up Fold and Seal and yeah, that was, that was December, not last year, the year before. It's exciting. I think you hear a lot about that, people starting their businesses uh, after being made redundant or taking voluntary redundancy because it's almost like the push you need. Absolutely. You know, I, you know, you always, and I've had many conversations. I remember with people, you know, when they go, what's your dream job? And you go, oh, I'd love to have a stationary shop (laughs) (laughs) because I could never bring myself to walk by one you know you're like oh that must be the best job ever you know <laughs> you just, yeah. so um so then when it happened and I just thought you know what I I am lucky enough you know that um my husband kind of I suppose if I'm being completely honest supports us you know the both of us that were I'm lucky enough in that way that I could do this you know when I had an opportunity and he was fully supportive he said yeah let's just do it give it a certain amount of time and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't you know I still have backup and everything else you know behind me and I um I just thought just do it you know there's so many stories and you just think you know why let this opportunity go by and I would have gone why didn't I ever do that you know when I had the chance and um yeah and I haven't looked back since like I really enjoy I really enjoy what I do I really enjoy being able to do work from home to be here for my kids while they're so small you know as well and um and I and I suppose they I hopefully will see the benefits of that at some point for them as well you know <laughs> but um I'm yeah. sure they are happy to have me here as well, you know, that they're not being, you know, taken up out of the bed early in the morning and brought to childcare and that sort of thing, which I I used to do. And, you know, and some people just have to do it and they don't have a choice, but um, I'm lucky enough to be here and then to do something that I really, really enjoy myself as well. So, yeah, very lucky. Brilliant. And, and how is business been going now during this time so um I suppose yeah I suppose like stationery is not an essential item people aren't running out to be buying it at the moment and their focus I suppose is on other things you know um with COVID-19 but I just you know sales are slow but they're not non-existent which I'm very grateful for you know I really am and I suppose where I see the downfall is that I'm not participating at markets or pop-up shops or there was also a couple of, you know, corporate events that I was hoping to take part in that have since been cancelled. So these things have really, you know, kind of pulled back, you know, pulled, I suppose, yeah, a little bit, you know, in the business that it's, they were, you know, every month or every couple of months, you know, you'd have that in your calendar that you would do and you would, you know, you would have a certain amount of, you know, revenue. You go, right, that's that, that's that, that's all gone. But I am still lucky enough that I started out as an online business. You know, I don't have bricks and uh, bricks and mortar shops. So, you know, that's always been the backbone, I suppose, of Fold and Seal. So that hasn't changed. I suppose it's just the, the pushing of it at the moment that I feel... You, you know, a little bit by pushing sales at the moment, if I do feel that little bit guilty, you know, that you're like, people have so much more else going on, you know, but then, you know, there have been sales and I'm, I'm just trying to tick along, I suppose, as, as, as you'd say it, you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, every business owner, well, every person, I suppose, but 
particularly every business owner, has to make their own decision what they're comfortable with with this time. Because, you know, we all have different situations behind us. Absolutely. Have you noticed anything in particular that are selling? Is there anything in particular that is selling better? So, yeah, so it's mainly the planner pads that are selling very well. And I was lucky enough a couple of weeks ago to, uh, to be featured in the Irish Times magazine yeah so I was absolutely thrilled with that and I you know you could it's it's funny you know when you see your website you know the Google Analytics and you just see when something like that happens the Mm. increase of flow of traffic to your website which was you know which was incredible I was like this is fantastic you know and it's exactly what I needed and I you know and I think um, I was a little bit worried I did know that it was hopefully probably going to be featured but I suppose until it actually comes out you never know and I suppose I was worried that oh maybe people aren't buying newspapers people aren't in the shop so they're not going to see it but you know as it turns out I think people are when they do go to the shop they buy the paper and they now actually have the time to read it so you could see (laughs) instead of it sitting there two weeks later still unopened so you could see definitely a jump you know and, and the planner pad that was featured which is actually part of my own range at the moment which I brought out in um, February, well, it was late February, I launched my own notebook and planner pad and that was featured and that's the one that's been selling the best, you know. So I think people are probably trying to plan their day rather than now letting it just go. People are saying, oh, sure, what do I have to do? But maybe mm. it's trying to plan activities with kids, trying to plan meals, trying to really get a focus on their day because they're so long now, you know, days really are, you know, and if I don't know if you're like me, it's at, you know, 10 o'clock at night when I think, oh, that's what I'll do tomorrow. You know, better write it down. Don't forget. That's a great idea. You know, <laughs> I'm going to make yep. a book hotel. That's what I'll do. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we all, you know, perhaps you and I are a bit lucky in the sense where we are used to working from home. Yes. Whereas, you know, if you're normally in a busy office where you have lots of meetings and things happening all the time, always people around you. Yeah. It probably is really, I mean, I know when I was younger and I tried working from home, it Mm -hmm. didn't suit me at all at that stage in my life. Of course, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did work too much. I didn't go the other way. Okay. <laughs> it's just my nature. But, you yeah. know, like I, I could have probably done with planning out what time is my work time and sure. what time is my yeah. private close time. time. When are you going to close the laptop down? Yeah. 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 And I think everyone is finding that uh, I, I can imagine that the struggle for people at home that are not used to working at home, they, that is one of the struggles you know absolutely and just um I know even talking to friends of mine that there there is no set time for them working now you know that it's they're Mm. dipping in and out you know and they're doing shifts with their husbands you know one will do a shift for two hours another two hours so you're and then during the two hours that your husband is working you're with the kids and then they're with you know so there's and then at night time you're catching up on emails and stuff so I, I think people are just probably working just throughout the day you know and um, it's it's as you say not giving yourself that downtime um you know come the evening just to wind down and chill out and go for a walk or you know Mm. you know it's it's a it's a it's a funny old time you know and then as you say you're missing the company you know of your of your workmates and getting a coffee you know if that's what you're used to and sitting in a boardroom and actually you know physically being there some people 
don't like using Zoom or, you know, these new the, the platforms yeah. that it's people be uncomfortable with that or they don't have the actual setting in their home to properly do that either. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's um, it is very difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I absolutely think so. So do you think PR is something you can focus will be focusing more at during this time if you had a result and Yeah, like I I just I'm trying to yeah, absolutely and you know I I have been working with um you know so I have been working or had conversations with like uh some marketing agencies they're trying to figure out, you know, they're working on a couple of ideas to actually, you know, for people working at home, you know, how to help them. So I'm trying to work alongside them as well with offering possibly some of my, um, my goods, you know, to them to help with their packets. And you just sort of, you know, you're, you're kind of, I suppose you're thinking of different ways to work now, you know, I, um, like definitely, um, I'm, I'm going to start focusing more on the corporate side of things as well, which has, has always been a goal of mine, but I suppose I wanted to, to try and just um when the fold and seal originally started you know i was constantly at markets and pop-ups and stuff and meeting the public and Mm. the corporate side of things was always at the back of my mind and i was like how do i get in there how do i you know actually deliver something on a grand scale you know to a company and after kind of having conversations with different marketing companies i've now figured out how to do that you know and i Mm. and i can do that you know i have um um, what I want to do is to utilize the the hot foil stamping machine that I have much mm-hmm. more than it, I've allowed it to. You know, I, that's something that I was, you know, that I always had, but I I didn't, I haven't given it enough attention. You know, so my machine yeah. definitely needs more attention now and what it can do for the business. Yeah. You know, in the larger large scale of things. And um, before the whole lockdown, before COVID, actually kicked off I participated in a a wellness festival here called the Thrive Festival which is a massive event and there that was the first time that I actually brought the machine to an event um Mm. purely just brought fold and seal products and um and I was there personalizing there and you know at the event and people were you know people absolutely loved this you know and then I there was so many got talking to so many other people there as well that are interested in using me for their companies you know I think you know so from that lots of lots of opportunities have come out that I know oh, will be brilliant. yeah and they will be you know started again or unpaused you know um once this um this time you know is 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 over you know and mm-hmm. we'll start actually getting back out and about again I suppose it's all just been about being a bit patient right now you know and not pushing it you know too much yeah. either you know because you know making promises to people that you can't then fulfill either you know and mm. um yeah so that's yeah that's I suppose I probably went on a bit of a ramble there now but no no <laughs> not at all I think it's really interesting what ideas you get during yeah. this time because we all I think it's you know so many people of the that I've spoken to has sort of pivoted or mm-hmm. come up with other things that they want to focus on. Yeah. Just realize what they enjoy the most in their business as well. Absolutely. Or what they can do during this time. It's maybe challenged them to think outside the box a bit. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you wouldn't know what businesses might, you know, change or you know evolve to coming from this you know and 
Um, and I suppose it enhances people's talents as well. You know, people really think about what they're good at. And mm. um, say I think there's a lot of people that are planning not to go back to their day job. Really? After yeah. this. I'm not surprised actually to hear that. Yeah. You know, and I wonder what they will do. And that's really exciting. You know, yeah. what are they going to do? You know, and join the the SME community, you know, and they just think, mm-hmm. you know what, as I did, you know, two years ago, let's just do this. Let's give it a go and um, and see see what happens, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's stressful and difficult, but yeah. it's also so rewarding. Yeah. And it. And, you know, you can have a lot of fun with it and you have so much flexibility to make a change. Yeah, absolutely. Which is amazing. Yeah. And it, I suppose it'll be interesting to see how companies work from now on as well. You know, with lots of um, lots of people fighting to have more time from home and not, I, I don't know yeah. where you are, but they, you know, companies say, no, we can't facilitate that. And now actually you can, you know, so hopefully it will definitely, you know, especially for women, you know, let them be more flexible. Now we've proven it. And actually for a long amount of time, it hasn't just been for a couple of weeks. We've proven for, you know, a long time we can work from home. So let us, you know, and give us that flexibility, you know, so. Absolutely. I left a job because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just heartening, like, you know, disheartening. Sorry. You're just like, you give so much, you know, to the company and then you're asking for just two days to work from home. And the answer is no. And you're like, oh, I wasn't even asking for that. I asked for one to two days between September and December because it was so busy. Yeah. I was staying in the office until 11 oh 8 p.m. Goodness. You know, I would have definitely done my job better had I been at home and been allowed to do that. And also, I would have been much less tired because I wouldn't have had to stay in the office as late. Oh, stuff. That is awful. God, you're nearly looking forward to that time and no dinner and, you know. All of that. Well, yeah. I mean, like, there was a lot of takeaway. A lot of takeaway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was in central London, so yeah, there was lots right. of choices. Well, actually, that's what we're really missing at the moment. Like, I just said, I just want somebody to make me dinner because. I've been saying that too, but we're actually having fish and chips tonight. Oh, and is your fish and chip open? Like, is the shop open? So it's not a shop. Yeah. It's the one of the. Because we live in a village now, yeah. it's one of the vans okay. that drives oh, around the lovely. village. And they're here on a Thursday, but they have been shut for a few weeks. Yeah. But they're doing a trial today okay. where we've had to phone up and that we, we've we all had time when we can come to collect. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And we're already ordered. Yeah. And then we're all going to go. Isn't that so exciting? And collect it at our designated time. <gasps> that's brilliant. That is brilliant. And you see, there's the there's the chip fan now being very, you know, innovative and going, look, we'll still work. Just give us your orders, Nick, you know, and we can work this out, yeah. you know, and we're really missing just not having that. You're like, what? I just can't think what to do for yeah. another dinner. <laughs> no, I am ridiculously excited. I, I, yeah, I mean, we are. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> we also have had a Sunday roast for the local pub once. Oh, lovely. Look at the takeaway. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So they delivered yeah. it. And we'll probably wow. do that again. But it's just. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so. Um, in terms of the brands that you do stock, mm-hmm. yes, have they yeah. been in touch with you? What? Um, not. I suppose not. If I'm being completely honest, not really. I suppose they're doing. They're trying to do their own thing as well at the moment. You know, like they would. They would all sell. 
their own stock anyway. You know, I work with um, oh, some gorgeous brands, some of my you know, favorite people that I've met over the last uh, couple of years. Like with the, I know that you're probably very familiar with them as well, Therese, like with the Complete and Rama and, um, and also Meme Mail. And, you know, these are, these are brands that I came across when I visited. I wasn't Top Drawer. It was something, um, what do they call it? There was another one similar to Top Drawer. Um, and then they combine the two. I just, sorry, can't um, put my finger on it at the moment, but I came across these brands initially when I was doing some research of what I wanted to stock. Yeah. And um, I suppose they're busy at the moment themselves, just trying to keep things going. So I, ha- you know, I have stock here, you know, I don't want to be hounding them either. You know, they're busy yeah. themselves. And then also the Irish brands that I stock, they're they're in the exact same boat. You know, they're trying to sell, I suppose they're trying to sell their wares at the moment online, you know, and um, like I try sell for them too, you know, but I suppose they're just really focusing on themselves and that's absolutely fine. You know, I, I'm not expecting them to be knocking down the door to me either, you know. Do you get lots of brands that reach out to you that... I mean, any time, not yeah. in particular now that wants to you wants you to stock them. Yeah, at any time, and and you know what, I just I actually I'd be flattered for one when they do, you know, because they've come onto my site and they've looked at what I sell and they really actually admire and they you know they they love the other brands and they want to be involved, you know, want to be part you know part of the fold as we say, you know, and. Yeah. I suppose what I find is that a lot of them are greeting cards, you know, designers and stuff, which I find extremely hard to sell online. You know, um, they will be the one thing that I sell a lot of at markets and pop-ups, but not so much online. So I end up, you know, I end up having to um, actually refuse them. But, you know, if I do have a market come up that I think that they would be suitable for, I'd obviously get back in touch, uh, back in touch with them. But there's so like, you know, and I'd be, you know, I, I might not have heard of these people. So it's great. You keep everybody then on file, you know, as in for a future date, because there's so many talented people out there. I'd be so like, many. Wow. Yeah. So many. And you just go, oh my God, I would love, I would, I would absolutely love to sell your cards, but I have to be completely honest and just say they just don't sell for me online. You know, um, I, uh, you know, people might buy a few cards when they buy something else, but it's rare that they just come on just to buy cards, you know. So it's, it's almost like you can stop the cards if they have other things too then absolutely like I do with the completest and you know yeah. like I have all their you know notebooks and stuff like that and planner books and then their cards as well but um yeah it's almost like an add-on you know what yeah. I love creating cards but I found and it's all part of the learning experience you know I find that people here anyway just don't buy bulk you know cards really yeah um, but they will pick up but they will pick up, you know, five or six of them when you're at a market, you know, yeah. so physically. Yeah. So it's your, you know, and I kind of, I suppose I do the same as well. You know, you go into a shop and you go, whose birthday is coming up? Okay. Do, do, do. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I rarely go into a shop, a brick and mortar shop and yeah. come out with one card. <laughs> yeah. Because like I always see some others that I love. Yeah, here's your dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. This is how it is to work from home. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's still lovely to hear, though. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's being really naughty, isn't he? <laughs> and tell me this: if you have a drawer at home that's full of cards that you've never sent, but you've bought them just because you like them, or would you? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have that, and I also. Also have a like a whole box of notebooks yeah that you haven't used yet probably either yeah. yes you know the ones that I, I try not to do that anymore I actually gave yeah. myself like a whole year of not buying Very notebooks and then good. I started allowing myself to buy them again yeah. 
earlier in the year and then it got a bit out of hand so I probably shouldn't I mean then I just went to bought quite a few (laughs) yeah and then you have to allow yourself to use the really nice ones you know you're like just use it use it that's what you bought it for (laughs) you yeah I, I I am definitely guilty of that yeah yeah and that's okay yeah are people still contacting you new now, new brands? No, actually, not now. Do you know what? Prior to COVID, I had this uh, gorgeous Irish uh, stationery designer, card designer, and print designer contact me. And but since then, no, I haven't had anybody. You know, it's just interesting to see what yeah. everyone's experience has been like. Yeah. And um, and into your own products, do you sell them wholesale or? No, I don't. And you know what? That was something that I was looking into. And I suppose why I took part um, in your online wholesale um, seminar that you did that I really enjoyed because I just wanted to get a little bit of insight, you yeah. know, into the do's and don'ts and percentages and whatnot. Because, you know, ideally, I would love if my products were in certain outlets. I would have no problem with that. I'd absolutely love that. And I suppose the plan was to to then, you know, at the odd weekend and stuff, I would go to these shops, you know, and personalize the notebooks for people while they were there. Oh, while they bought them. lovely. Yeah. So, you know, things like that. Um, and yeah, so, the, the, uh, you know, down the road, that's, I would absolutely love that. Yeah. You know, that would be the idea. But I suppose all the shops are closed right now and they really yeah. don't know what's happening. So, and um, I like the couple of notebooks that I did have designed or I've designed and printed. I am going to change them slightly. So it was actually a good thing just to test the market with them, you know, at the event and also, you know, and then just for the last month or so. But I, you know, already I'm thinking, how can I make the notebook better? You know, and that's given me the time to do that, you know. So I have been kind of talking with the printers and stuff on how how to tweak them a little bit. Whether before I probably would have just gone straight in to the shops and going, these are my notebooks. This is my planner pad. Will you stock them? You know, whether now I go, no, do you know what I need to, because I've actually had them at home and they've been sitting around, I've been picking them up, putting them down. And, you know, you kind of see, okay, I need to make something a bit, you know, either the paper a bit heavier or the color is a bit different. And, you know, it just gives you, I've had that time to do yeah. that, now, you know. So and sometimes you have to sit on it a little bit almost. You do instead of rushing. Yeah, absolutely. And do you plan yeah. of yeah. doing more of your own brand stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, um, I, you know, that's the dream, you know, to kind of to bring out a wider range, you know, and to change things slightly. Like I still want to incorporate all of, you know, what, what, like all of the branding mm-hmm. within my product, you know, but I do have, you know, the pencils and then the notebooks, the two designs suitable for personalizing and then the the planner pad so I'm at the moment, I suppose they were my, that was my aim in January that I wanted to do these mm-hmm. things and I achieved them quite quickly you know I had to invest in larger letter type in order to actually personalize the notebooks because the letters that are used yeah so the letters that are used for the pencils are absolutely tiny you need a tweezers to actually pick them up but then so for the notebooks it's obviously they're much bigger to you know the letters and that was a massive investment for me but that was my plan going forward you know so you just had to after Christmas I said right you know yourself you invest everything back in to your business you know and it's like right I have this revenue here I'm going to invest it back into my plan of notebooks personalization you know and that's the way forward so I was able to do that and then 
bring it to the event and people loved it, you know, and now, you know, if people buy one notebook, they want to see a wide range. They don't want to just see two or, you know, or three. So that's definitely, you know, that'll be um, on the list of, you know, next to do. You know, well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's exciting and it's and it's nerve wracking, you know, at the same time as well. And, you know, I still want to keep my other, you know, the other stationary brands, what I with Fold and Seal as well, because people absolutely, you know, love them too, you know, with um, badly made books that I have from Cork here in Ireland, like he's an amazing stationary designer. And also with the completest, you know, as you, even over here, people are big fans of their of their notebooks, you know, and the quality. My current one is a completest notebook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, you know, the quality is just incredible, you know, and and I suppose that's what I feel, you know, where people might, you know, they might go online, they go, oh, you know, is that not a bit expensive, you know, for, uh, you know, a planner book? And you're like, no, you need to, you need to see these, you need to feel the quality, you know, and where I would sell a lot would be at the markets and the pop-ups and stuff, you know, because people, it is a tactile thing, you know, people want to, you know, really feel the weight, you know, especially if you love paper, you need to feel the weight of it. Paper in general. Yeah. is so tactile yeah. it's yeah know, yeah uh, I mean yeah. that's the same with greeting cards you know I, I, I I'm definitely one of those people that does not really care so much how much my greeting card costs yeah oh no I wouldn't think twice about looking at the price you just like it love it but buy it don't I you definitely know? <laughs> want to feel it yes yeah yeah you know and if you turn it around and you see you know, where it's made and stuff like that. All of those things are part of the experience, I suppose, that I have. Anyway, buying a greeting card, I'll pick it up and look at it and turn it around and, you know, all of that. And Absolutely. And I was the same yeah. when I was in publishing and, you know, the yeah. finishing on the books and if it's foiled yeah. or if it's, letter, you know, embossed yeah. or debossed or like a soft. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many different things. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm definitely yeah, one of those be. people that would sit in a publishing meeting and like squeal for like the kids' books because the pictures are just amazing sometimes. Absolutely, you know, and they're the books that you don't give away. Yeah, you, know, you just the stroke them a little bit. Yeah, no, wash your hands, please, before you. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people don't <laughs> understand this, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does make oh, me sound so a bit crazy sometimes, perhaps. Yeah, I don't think you sound crazy at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are you thinking? For Are you positive about the future? What are you feeling right now? No, do you know what? I think you kind of have to be. And, I, you know, um, I uh, the way that I'm dealing, I'm just doing day by day like I can't think about next week right now really you know you're kind of just trying to get through each day and have a little bit of something done each day even if it's only five or ten minutes just something done towards the business each day that you go right you know it wasn't completely ignored but no I am and and I also think you know it's this time of year we're coming into a really lovely time of the year that you have to be positive you know and although at times I just feel like oh my god when is this ever going to end is this it forever but there you are fleeting thoughts and you kind of go right move on and you know focus again and just be positive you know otherwise what else do you have you know yeah, and I and I definitely think we're all going to learn from this, and we will change, and definitely for the better. You know, I think, and I think we appreciate so much because we miss so much right now that we're just going to appreciate it when we get it I back agree. so much more. I just hope yeah. that we can hold on to that. Yeah, 
Absolutely. That is a yeah, challenge, I think. I, think, yeah. I think. To hold yeah. on to that. I, I know that it's not so, it's just over in a week and we're back to our, our crazy ways of living. Yeah, no, you're right. I think, you know, a little reminder every now and then of the way, you know, of what it was like, you know, that we need. I don't think we're going to have a choice in that matter, though, because they say, don't they, you know, this is one peak, but the social distancing and all that, that's going to have to... For a long time. Even if shops open up, that's going to have to keep going until they find a vaccine at the very least. Absolutely. Until they find a vaccine, social distancing will just be part of our lives. Yeah. And then after that, we're just going to be hugging everyone. Oh, Stan, we won't let go. We'll be like, no, no. <laughs> and then, like, even just to go to the pub and have a drink, you know, it's—I swear—it's such a novel. Like, I just can't even imagine it right now. You know, you just yeah. I mean, like, we moved to this village just before lockdown, yeah. and there's two pubs, and we have—we only been there once to one of them for right. a meal. Yeah. Like that was when yeah. you know on moving day because we were hungry. Like, yeah. you know, like we haven't had a chance to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, you will. You will. You definitely will. You'll have to, you know, book a table well in advance, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. And yeah. What can stock is, you know, when things open up a little bit more, what because your stock, uh, your suppliers, your brands, what can they do to help you? Um, I see. I suppose, I suppose maybe things like, you know, increase, you know, the credit terms or provide a discount or even things like free shipping, you know, things like that all, they, all those things really help, you know, but to be honest, Therese, like I work with, you know, small independent brands anyway, you know, so I, I wouldn't really expect, you know, for them to do that for me, maybe if you're a bigger organization or something, but I think, you know, the brands that I stock, you know, we're all, around the same you know level of business you know some more yeah kind of in it together yeah, in it together <laughs> that I actually I don't think I would ask for discounts you know or, or maybe increased credit terms would be great you know but but other than that you go do you know what I'm just gonna continue as what I was doing before you know and um like I suppose they've probably been working on new um new designs and new products and things like that so to be able to offer those would be amazing as well mm-hmm. you know and keep you updated, updated stock and stuff yeah absolutely you know people and and I suppose people have had you know designers have had a chance now to really work on have the time to work on new designs and what people focus on I, yeah. I know I think I was watching Yana from the Completely Stories yeah. I don't know when it was now the days go into one not they but she had been designing yeah, stuff. Yeah. And she probably wouldn't have the chance to do that. They'd be so busy anyway, you know, that they're just kind of moving along, moving along. And now they've gone, okay, let's think now. What is, you know, now that we have this time, what can we yeah. do? Yeah, I can't wait to hear what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know there's going to be so many. I am, um, you know, you can choose not, you know, to either see the bad or Absolutely. you can choose to be excited about yeah. the future. And I, I'm just trying really yeah. hard. It's not, not possible it's all not. the time and it goes up and oh, down. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But you know, in at large I'm excited for the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Same here, you know, and um and definitely daily walks help with that, you know, just to get out. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's important to I mean that we are that's what we're that's allowed to do. So you better, better take the chance. The fresh air, you know, and then you're like, right, I'm ready to go again, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my fish and chips are waiting. So, just... well, mine is for six okay, o'clock, so right. I have the time still. <laughs> <laughs> so 
slot, but we will no, not be late. Not. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time for co- to come on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, Therese. You're very good. Where can people uh, connect with you and buy from you now yeah. and support your business during this time? So, so I uh, my website is foldandseal.ie or on Instagram at foldandseal. And yeah, I um, you know I'm open for business and I. I ship all over the world um and yeah just just reach out get in touch or send me a message yeah absolutely i'd love to hear from 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 anybody especially now it's great to hear from people yeah anybody anybody want to talk such a lonely time in a way (laughs) well thank you so much and i hope you know you have a good rest of the week (laughs) thanks so much trace Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so happy that I get and grateful that I get to speak to so many brilliant business owners during this time. And I will continue to seek out more to come on the podcast and share their story. If you are interested in appearing on the podcast, please do get in touch. You can email or DM me and we can have a chat about it. I am hoping to speak to quite a few owners during this time. So do get in touch if you are interested. Otherwise, I hope that you have a brilliant few days. I'm going to aim at getting the next episode out in the next few days. And uh, I hope to see you then. Thank you so much for listening.